listening to Paco Radio, brought to you by Senol on FNR, Football Nation Radio. Hello and welcome to another edition of Paco Radio here on FNR, proudly brought to you by Senol. And uh, when we've, we take a couple weeks off here on Paco Radio, we've got to come back, we've got to have some, some high quality players from the senior men's team on. Firstly, we've obviously got Will Roberts on and then Tommy... I think that I shouldn't embarrass myself by yep. getting your last name ex- pronounced incorrectly on air for the first time. So can you say your last name so then I'm good to go for the rest of the show? All right, so it's pronounced uh, Buljubasic. Buljubasic, okay. If I make a mistake, I do apologise, but I will I will have it executed till by the end of the show. Obviously, interesting season so far. How have you guys been feeling and how's the mood like with the rest of the senior men's group? Um, so we started the season um, with with three wins. Um, we started like a house on fire, um, and since then, um, sort of went a little bit downhill results wise. Um, but we picked up a, a very good win um, on Friday night, um, and now hopefully we can project that um, further on down the season. As a squad, is there? When you you go through that bit of a that rough patch, what how do you guys keep the morale up and and, and how do you who who are you leaning on? Like obviously the, the, there's the captains and all that, but who are you leading on to to push you through and go? This is just a little bit of a patch. We're going to get to the other side of this. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough, but I think you know it helps when you've got such a great team. I mean, I think before we we all played on the pitch, we were all mates. I mean. Um, been new to the club I've only been there six months uh, since January and you know already feeling like Paco's home and it's uh, it's just been you know phenomenal in the change room it, it helps when when everyone's you know enjoying themselves before training and after training then you manage to cope with it when things aren't going well on the pitch you speak of only you know just recently coming to the club what was the first thing when you walk through Paco what was the thing that like maybe Surprised you, or, or, or pleasantly, um, you know, you were like, "Oh, this, this, I've made the right choice." I think it was Tommy actually, because he, <laughs> he sits right at the front door when you walk in the change room. But uh, no, um, what surprised me was, you know, the facilities. They're they're, they're genuinely good for the, the level that we play at. Um, our our training ground, Hoskin Reserve, is you know up there with the best in the league and it's just a great place to be every every second day of the week that's uh, that's what swayed me and in terms of the fans what's have they got a song for you are we do we have a certain what, what's the how have you, have you felt that connection you towards the fan for you, nah, not for me um we've got a we've got a good fan base very tight-knit um at cb smith we get we get very good crowds but on Friday night we played West United. We played them at Hoskin Reserve, so our <laughs> spiritual home. Yeah, um, and the vibe vibe there on Friday night was unbelievable, and it was it was like the good old days when the NPL first started. Um, just the vibe around the club, around Hoskin, and it's, that's that's our home. Now we were speaking just before we came on. You're saying that you've been there since under sevens. Yep. Now, so you've obviously seen Paco go through ups and downs, but. What's why have you why have you stayed? That's probably you know probably a good question to start with. Um, probably because of the club. Um, it's very very family orientated club. Um, there's a good good core, um, good core people, 
Um, and the playing groups that I've played with along the years have just been been amazing. Um, it's probably one of the reasons why I have stayed so long. Um, and hopefully there's a few more years well, to come. I reckon the Paco fans are desperately wanting you to stay. Is is there the fondest memory that you have being a Paco? Obviously you are in the senior men's team and that's incredible and such an achievement for a club that you've played at for such a long time. But is there an under-9s trophy that you're sitting there looking at going, oh, that was a great day? Uh, funnily enough, I have never won anything with Pasco Ale. Well, we're going to um, change that. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah. we do change that. Um Probably my fondest memory that I remember, I remember when we were in the senior men's team, we were in State League One, and I remember when we got promoted to the VPL. I remember that was that was, that was was some achievement. I remember I was 10 or 11 at the time, and just going in the change room after the game, we promoted, it was a new experience, yeah, and that's, that's when you knew that this is the club where you want to be at. Is that something that, that spurs the, the playing group on, the, that, that ambition to get promoted into the top flight, and... And compete with obviously the NPL two. I know obviously a lot of Pasco fans, Vale fans know what a great competition. Like I- incredibly competitive, and you never know what's going to happen. But is that ambition to get into NPL one that driving force for for the playing group? Yeah, yeah. It's it's what the change room still wants. It's what the team still wants. Um, we talked about it, you know, from from preseason and. Um, you know, it hasn't gone our way the past few weeks, but you, like you say, the the league is so competitive that if you knuckle down, work hard, and you know, remember that you do have time, you do have you know a certain number of games, a certain number of points, it's still achievable, and and that's what we want to do. We want to want to get promoted. Why wouldn't we? No, uh, certainly, and the NPL two, great. I, I I do you reckon it's the the best. Sh- ticket in Australian football at the moment, NPL2 in Victoria? I said it at the start of the year. I said this is going to be the most ridiculous competition um, that the Australian NPL has to offer. And so far, it, it's, it's delivered. It's delivered. It has. And what's the what's been the game so far this season that you guys have played in that you just was like, oh, this, this feels, this is what the, we should, this is the feeling that we need to carry for the rest of the season. This is the, the game that we need to show everybody this is the Paco football that we love. Um, probably when we started the season, we went away to Preston. Um, definitely not as favourites. There was 5,000 people there and there was just a little, little pocket of Paco fans in the corner. Um, Will and I weren't in the squad that day. But from the sideline... It was we won that game two one and that was that sort of set up set us up for the next few weeks. Um, but unfortunately, after that, it just sort of went a little bit. Yeah. You speak on that that turn. Obviously, a lot contributed to it in terms of players being unavailable because they were injured, had a few suspensions, but. How obviously it feels like you're on the other side of that now. We got you have a lot of players back in and. You've, you've got a new coach in what's the feeling like now that you've reached you've gone through that bit that was just a bit like chaotic almost yeah no we're, we're definitely on the other side of that and it's a good feeling you know I think that shows in the win that we got the other night um, you know first win in, in a fair few games but um, our yeah our squad was just so heavily depleted there with injuries um, but I don't know, I think I said to one of the guys the other night at training that, 
you know, there's there's more younger guys coming through now. The new coach is pretty big on that. Um, and there's, you know, a few players have also left. And, you know, you can tell that there there's going to be changes to come as well. So you can already feel this new kind of, you know, this new shape that we're taking. And, and hopefully it's one that we can get a bit of a run on, get some wins together. Who's the player that's come back from either injury or suspension and they've just been like they never left? They were, they're they just they're back on it and they're like, yeah, this is going to be a big difference maker for us. I mean, I don't want to give him a shout out because <laughs> uh, he's catching up to me in goals, but uh, it would have to be Mateus. Yeah. Mateus. Mateus. Mateus um, Sassel. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's his name. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we've missed him, yeah. Or Brad? He, he's... Yeah, and that's Give him all a shout-out. Give him all a shout-out. We had Brad missing for, I think it was 13, 14 weeks, and he came back in straight into the 11 at centre-back, so not even his favourite position. And it was only on Friday night that he got his first game back in his actual preferred position. And what's that feeling like when, you know, when a player comes back and they get that that first, you know, that, that start... Is there there's sort of a buzz around the group of we need to perform because this player's been back and we know how hard they've worked to get back into the squad? Look, it's it's a collective thing, yeah. So football's not an individual sport. So we work together um, and we have been the last four or five weeks. Um, we Training has been unbelievable. Intensity has been up. Probably the results didn't probably go away against Werribee. Um, we were... The scoreline probably says different, but we were unlucky there where we handed them five goals. Um, but then we went the next week, played Preston, played some fantastic football in the first half, carried that to Dandenong City, played fantastic football in the first half, but slipped away in the second. Um, same last week, we done well in the first half, we'll tune up, sort of fell off a bit again, and then. Matthias came up with with a penalty and gave us three two win. Is there a secret like do you, Matthias, have a, a bit of a, a bet going about who's going to score more goals? Is there you know is you keeping tally? Is he are you saying to him, oh I've I've got one, you've got to catch up now? Is he saying that to you? Um, it hasn't started, <laughs> but I'm sure it will after this. You pitched the goal <laughs> off him last week against um, Andy City. Yeah, yeah, I did steal <laughs> one. It was definitely going in the goal, and I just helped it on its way, but. Um, yeah, no, I was. I've had a few of those chats with a few guys in the team. Nicky G as well. He's been a consistent scorer. Um, but yeah, it's just good to have you know people that you can you know pass the the goals around to. It's it's nice. And Matty did very well in scoring a penalty when it when we needed it most. Absolutely, but, but the golden boot is something that you're you know the golden boot would be nice. It'd be nice you on the show. You could share it. Yeah, you could share it. You could share, share it. it. Yeah, I think that happened in the prem. Oh no, not this season, but Definitely it's happened before. Season. Yeah, I don't know. It, it can be shared, but the, I can feel a little bit of a competition that's 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 bubbling away, especially <laughs> if we get into the last few weeks and it's a couple goals difference. I feel like isn't that a great thing though for a team when there are players who are constantly wanting to strive to be their best and wanting to to score as much because it ultimately does help out the team, especially if they've got the right mindset about that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's um, it's something that's yeah pretty obvious. You know, if you're scoring goals and yeah you're helping the team, but you know, like Tommy said, we've you also got to mention players like Brad and. 
um, and and other players that we've had come back from injury. It's just you know it, it just it's a collective, and um, if if the team can just stick how it is now and and see out the rest of the season, then I'm sure we'll be fine. Now I think that's a it's a good point for us to head to a quick break on. And after the break, we're going to talk about, obviously, you guys got a new coach in. And then we're going to we're going to take a little bit of a deep dive into the Paco dressing room. We want to know what who some of the characters are uh, for the fans. So we're going to take a quick ad break here. And uh, after that, we'll, uh, we'll chat some more Paco football. You're listening to Paco Radio, brought to you by Senol on FNR, Football Nation Radio. Hello and welcome back to Packer Radio. And I do apologise if you are trying to listen on air live. We are having some technical difficulties, but don't, don't worry about it. If you're listening now, you're probably listening on the podcast. So you probably, you know, it's great. You get to listen to it in your car. You get to, whenever. Podcasts are great. Do you guys listen to podcasts? Not a fan. NPR Victoria podcast. Oh, that's a good... You know, that is uh, that podcast is uh, proudly done by Nick DeBarno, former host of Paco Radio, and Lockie Flanagan there. Their football takes are all right, you know. We don't want to give them too much, too much pump up. But uh, we were at the... After the last ad break, so we're going to talk a little bit about the new coaching change. Ante coming in, what's been the, the biggest difference with having Ante with the, the group? The professionalism. The standards that yeah. have been set now are, are unbelievable. I don't think many of us, if any of us, have had experience in what um, what Aunt has brought so far. Um, um, so far, it's been been very good, very very good actually. When you talk about the professionalism, what's the is it the the type of things that you're doing in training? Is it the the times that you need to be at the games? What's the or the level of accountability that's been held by? I think the level of accountability has been probably one of the biggest thing that things that's come in. Um, level of training has has just gone through the roof. Um, standards standards are so high. We're training short, sharp, intense, and which is what football I think I think anyway is meant to be about. Um, but like I said, the standards have been set. Everyone knows where the bar is, and we, you know, what we need to go beyond that and set the standard a little bit higher than what it is. What about you, Will? Yeah, no, it's obvious in training. Everyone's, you know, we've uh, there's been a few uh, implementations in terms of how we're supposed to train, in terms of what we're supposed to wear, um, and you know. There's just more communication between uh, between the players now, and you know, in, in terms of saying, you know, you need to you need to give everything in training. You need to fight for your spot. You need to um, communicate with your team. You need to support them. Um, every, everything's gone up, you know, and, and that's what a, a new coach does. They, they they bring a change. Is that something that you've also seen with that the the way you guys have been training, the level of accountability, do you feel like it's shown up on the pitch? Obviously, the, the results haven't... You haven't got all the three points every single time, but it feels like in the games that you've played, you've been in them a lot more and you've been able to play your football on more occasions than not. Yeah, look, the the Dandy City game last week, um, Ante came in on the Monday and we played on Friday night away at Dandy City and it's never an easy, easy game to go down to Dandy City, especially on a cold Friday night. You saw in the three sessions that that we had with Ante, he he 
put it in his style, we he feels that we've got our identity back in a way. I mean, you saw that in the first 45 minutes. Um, we were playing some absolutely unbelievable football. Um, unfortunately, that sort of slipped away. Um, I don't know if it was because we're not used to having the lead after six weeks. Um, but unfortunately, unfortunately, the result didn't go our way there. But last week against West United, there were parts where, again, we were, we were fantastic. Um, and there's obviously parts that we're going to improve on. And Arnt is the type of guy that he's probably already planned our sessions for the next month and knows exactly what we need to work on and probably won't stop working on him until we get him 100% spot on. Is he uh, change up training after you? Because I've heard that so Sydney FC A-League women's coach, Ante Urich, he's, uh, if they win, he doesn't change their, their training style. So it's they were doing the same training style a lot. Is he a bit of a change up training each week or are we sitting the same kind of vibe? No, we've had we've had nice varied training so far. Um, I think maybe if we, you know, did get a few wins in a row, a few wins on the trot, then you'd probably maybe keep, you know, one or two things the same. Maybe Monday night trainings, you know, after after the weekend game, you know, maybe something relaxed. But um, we need to get into that rhythm, and and that'll come with the the hard work that we're putting in in training right now. But but right now it's more about you know giving everything you've got. Was it with the collective group when you know you get a new manager in? You know, at that point in the season, it it can can either you know work out really well or it can be really difficult. Was there just a sense of calm almost when Nate came in? Obviously, it was you know you've talked about how the the level of intensity with training and things like that. But did, did, does it feel like calm chaos right now? Um, oh, not really. Like Ante came in and. When we, as players, were notified, I think everyone was taken back a little bit by the calibre that Ante has, what yeah. what he's been able to do in his footballing career and coaching career. Um, that a club like like us, Pascaval, um, we could get a manager like that, um, and you know what, it's it's worked out so far. It's been been very good, um, and like I said, the standards are set, and we need to exceed those expectations. Now, well, listening to Tommy, I kind of get the vibe that Tommy's a future coach in the <laughs> making. Am I am I reading it wrong, or, or what do you reckon? I think I've heard you say that before. That you, you I wouldn't mind coaching. You go into coaching, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind it. I'm thinking yeah. of doing my licences. Hey, well, we've got you know big great news obviously this week with Ange Postecoglou signing for Tottenham, signing with Tottenham. I'm just saying, could we see Tommy? Maybe Arsenal, not Tottenham. You know, I'm an Arsenal fan, so. The, the Tottenham thing you, is coaching something that you that you want to see do in the future. Um, I've funnily enough, I've coached the under sevens and under eights over the last two years, um, just after COVID, um, and I stepped away from that a little bit just because of uni and my own footballing commitments. Um, I sort of put my football ahead of just trying to better myself and trying to obviously break in into the senior squad, um, but coaching is definitely. Probably something that I would probably look look into. Yeah, coaching Pascal one day. That's is that was that Maybe. what you wanted to do? In the dreams that we're seeing, yes, potentially. Potentially, we'll okay. Pascal, keep him keep him in, in mind. Okay, obviously playing days are still here, but in the future, keep him. Will is that something that you would coaching? Yes, or like get that away from me. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think so. You'd lose the change room after a week. Specialist coach. I don't think I'd have the boys back. In. I mean. You were talking about 
you know, change room characters before. I'm probably more about providing that than <laughs> being the coach in the change okay. room. What's your, what, what's the, who's the, are you the, the, the class, class clown? Are you bringing the jokes or are you, are you just very witty and it's like, ah, that's Will, classic. Oh, I don't want to pump myself uh, up. But, Tommy, uh, you can do it for him. No, no. <laughs> no, Will is a good character in the change room. It's it's important that you have players that can lift the vibe up, especially during the time that we that we were going through. Um, but between you, Brooksy, Andre, I don't think you can separate you. No, no. Like <laughs> I said at the start, we've got such good boys in the change room, so you know, we're all laughing and, and, and happy, you know, pre-team talk <laughs> yeah. and then serious face get your stretching done do your do your serious stuff train come back in Andre rips out the tracks again and yeah. nice again. so what's the music in the in the change room is he full control or that. is he a bit of like a, he'll take some requests or is it just all him there have been some there's, requests. There's some requests, but we just leave it up to Andre. He, okay. knows, what, he knows what he's doing. Okay. He's Superstar. Doing. That's been a, a big track lately. <laughs> okay. We've been vibing to that. What um, else we got? We've luckily been getting some lyrics back in our in our tracks as well. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So we're, not just all we're going clubbing, just some actual words have been said. For set. a little while it was just clubbing, but I think we realised that it wasn't working it for wasn't. us. It wasn't. Okay. <laughs> so. What's the weirdest song that you've got that's the kind of it kind of works for the team that's like everybody really likes it? What would you say? Can you say it? Oh. Yeah, I might not be able to let let it out. I couldn't think of one off the top. Oh of my yeah, head. I couldn't think of one. Okay, no, that's fair. We won't. We won't. We won't. No. What are you, if you get? If you would say so if somebody was like, "Hey, Will, Tommy, this weekend, you're in charge of the music. What are your top three things that you're going to play? That's just non-negotiable." First thing I'm going to do is go to Andre's Spotify playlist. Play. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, you're you're compliant. I'd probably try something different. Um, Maybe maybe give the lads some Beyonce. Nice, yeah. solid, solid. Yeah. So I don't know what you're making noise about, Tommy. Will I'm fully on this. Fully Absolutely. Honest. I mean, bit of partition. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, something just get Different. you bouncing, get you bopping. Um, but then also a bit of grime, maybe. I nice. Love that. I don't know why Will's not. You know, Will's not. <laughs> maybe maybe the whole group's not really hasn't got the musical taste that you've still, got. Still still a new kid on the block. You got to earn your stripes. Yeah. Is not there, getting the respect. Is it as the new as one of the new kids on the block? You, is there like do they have to put do they put you through anything? Do you have to sing in front of the group? What's the? I did have to sing. Yeah, I wasn't proud of what song <laughs> I chose. And I what did you? Can you I, say that? Just an old song it was <laughs> rubbish. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, first time doing that. But uh, yeah, I think we had you know maybe ten or eleven guys yeah, that had to sing. That, that was in Tasmania. Yeah, we had a little preseason trip to Tassie. And is there a way in which it's like a choir and everybody gets out of it, but you sing collectively as one group, or is everybody going up individually? If you're doing well, then if you're doing well, will everyone will jump in. in. Okay. Yeah. But if you're crashing and burning like I was, I think they just they leave it to you. Yeah, they, they just, just let you, you let you suffer. Is there like a time like thing, or is it just till like till everybody's done no, suffering? No, you can sort of sense it. When yeah, you just end it. Just, <laughs> just let it go. Yeah, just let yeah. it go. Who Step was down. who was who was a, you were like pleasantly surprised? Like, oh, you can you've got some you got some something there. Was it Brooksy? Yeah, yeah, Brooksy. Yeah, he about. he had his practice. Yeah. Okay. Though. He yeah, he was definitely. he practiced taking some lean sing lessons. Well, he yeah. jumps around clubs. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will that will get you to that will get After you. After games, 
Yeah, exactly. exactly. He'll, you know, that's that will get you to practice those vocals more times than other people. You know, mm. that's okay. It's okay, Brooks. You know, we'll hold against you. <laughs> we won't hold it against you. Uh, with the with the squad this year and lots of new faces, how has it been like with that 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 new group coming in inside? Was it did it, did everybody fit in really easily, or, or was it you know we just got to learn how everybody else plays and, and go with that? Um. Look, this was probably this was my first full year with with the senior squad. Last year, I was in and out, two nights here, three nights there, and um, so coming in this year, you can send. We kept there was a decent amount of players that stayed from last year, but there was also a lot that that moved on. Um, and I think we recruited we recruited well, um, and we've we've got the squad to definitely. Well, challenge um, which was our aim at the start of the year um, obviously hasn't gone our way um, but now with Ante on board um, I think we can just take that next step and you, we've already seen signs with it especially um, at training and behind closed doors we've spoken about a few things and I think everyone everyone is on the same page. Definitely. I want to touch on we we touched on a little bit in terms of last week's game against uh, Western U- Western United. Obviously, you guys came out three two winners. Can you take me through the game and what were your thoughts overall? Um, yeah, um, scored a goal. Yeah, we, we must came. be nice. You know, must be nice. Walk off the field. That's scored a goal. <laughs> must feel nice. It is nice. It is especially when we win. It's not as nice when you don't win. Um, but yeah, I mean. We started really, really strong, like Tommy said. You know, first the last three games, our first halves have been, you know, dominant on top. You know, not a worry um, going into the second half. But um, then, unfortunately, you know, games happen and 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 teams need to chase, and and then they come out on top. But um, yeah, we played well. Got it, um, two goals uh, from two crosses in the first half. Um, yeah, one was a corner and the other was just a regular cross from a throw-in. Um, so it's good. We're creating out of, you know, I guess little. Um, but uh, we um, we managed to hold on and, and see the game out, which is most important. How big of a morale boost is it when you're beating a team that's third on the table at the moment and you guys, you know, it hasn't as we've spoken about, it, it hasn't been the direction and maybe which this season you thought it was going to play out but how big of that as a morale boost is that for the squad we played Western United in round three and we beat them 3-0 um, and we were on top of the table at that time and they came to Hoskin Reserve on Friday night on top of the table um, and we, we've taken six points for off them so look we know we can do it it's just the fact of trying to build and build on results um, I think we're what 12th at the moment and we're six, seven points from second. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's, it's, it's from, ridiculous. Yeah, Dandy City sitting in fourth on 20, 26 points. So there's actually there's only two games two difference games in, a, in, in yeah. a night. So. And everyone takes points off everyone in this, in this league. So, yeah. It really is very, very close. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like I knew it was. And everyone then has I, been yeah, And then I just looked at the table right now and I'm there is... There are only maybe one team that's maybe fallen away, um, but everybody I'll else. Write anyone off yet? But it's point. it's certainly you know it's in, it's fascinating heading into the back half. Yeah. I of, said it at the start of the year. I go. I think MPL two 
within the first final three, four games, I said it was all going to be within, I predicted about five points. Yeah, it's very, very close. And even Preston sitting at top with only three points above Kingston and, and uh, Western United at the moment. So and I think it's, Preston lost five games? Uh, they've lost three of their last five, okay. Preston. Yeah. And last year, I think the teams, they got promoted more than City, North Geelong, the whole season only lost no more than four games. Yeah. And you look at we're at the halfway point and the top two have lost five, six, seven games. So anyone takes points off anyone. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, come to every game Pascoe Vale have got. And I feel confident, guys. There's 30 points. There's 30 points. And you know what's something that's also I'm feeling pretty confident about is that I, I have a motto that it's all about if you dress well, you feel good and you play well. Okay. Now I'm seeing these white, these white jumpers, jackets. What are we calling them? I don't. Jackets. Jacket. Yeah. I, I like them. Now, what are we thinking of the the Pasco kit this year? What are we feeling about the the whole vibe of it? Um, I rate the white blue white home kit that we've gone for this year. We're yeah. traditionally in navy blue, um, but last year we wore white blue white quite a bit actually, and it just seemed to have seemed to have stuck. Nice. We've barely worn our navy kit this year. I think yeah, we've worn not it twice. All. Mm. And we won in both of those games. So you say you saying that you need to win, wear the navy kit a little bit more is what you're telling me. Oh, that's that's there are traditional <laughs> colours. There are there are colours. So. No, I, I, I like this. This is very crisp. Bit of a change. It's a bit of a change, but this is very crisp. And is it is it a situation? Is there a fine if you're not wearing you know the club stuff when you get to the ground? Definitely, yeah. we've got our fine systems. Yeah. Um, it's on A3 piece of paper. That's how many we got. Nice. Is there is there someone who's Constantly adding, you know, they're they're funding the end of season trip by themselves. Really, oh, I'm pretty good to be honest. Yeah, you are very good to be honest with you. Um, there's a few others. Um, Mateus is Mateus, Mateus is good. Um, but most of the guys are pretty good at wearing yeah. the the gear. You got to be pretty off it to get that wrong. What's the What's the one like thing on the fine list where you're kind of like I don't know if that should be on there. Uh, we're a bit, you know, we're being a bit strict here. What's the? No, if it's on there, it's on. It's there. on there. That's okay. It. Is it? A, is um, it? Is it with the fine system? Is it? Everybody at the start of the year comes up with a list of fines, or is there just pre-set ones that you just kind um, of follow? It sort of follows on. Okay. Um, if we add a few here and there, we add a few here and there. Um, but Johnny Vax done a great job at printing it all up, sticking yeah. it up all over the change room. He's got his little black book that he. That he <laughs> oh, are we run getting? Down with. Is there quarterly updates throughout the season, or we... what? Every he doesn't he doesn't tell us how much is in the kitty. But really, no. okay. Yeah. We trust him. He's we a good he's a good good yeah. bloke. He works in a bank. Yeah, you've got to trust. Trust. you've got to trust him. If you're not trusting him, you can't trust anybody else. Really, <laughs> yeah. is there? Um, what's the what's one that big people just keeps tripping people up? Um, recently, if you get a. A fresh haircut before fresh game haircut. day, and oh. yeah. it's a little fine, which is debatable. So, debatable, but I get so it. So you have to get yeah. a haircut before the last training session before a game. Okay, so what's that? So it's like Thursday game? Tra- uh, so, yeah. So now we're training tomorrow night. We're playing Saturday. So you've got to get your haircuts before tomorrow. Uh, so before if you've got it today, training. you're all good. You're safe. Yeah. You're but safe. if you're getting your hair done to look good If you get it done the Saturday fans, morning, you've got enough. <laughs> questionable. Yeah. No, but you need you need to get it done and let it let it marinate a bit overnight. Exactly, exactly. It, it can't be it, can't yeah. look forced. It can't look like you're trying to be a celebrity. It's just got to be super super relaxed. Who's got the best haircut at the club and the worst at the moment? Oh, worst haircut. 
Can you call Brooksy's hair a haircut? It's, yeah, it's definitely not a haircut. <laughs> it's just it's there. Hair. It's hair. Um, best haircut. Best haircut. I mean, I quite like Hatsy's because... Yeah, Hatsy's hair, got hair. the... Yeah, okay. he's got the waves. He's it's got just the long... Nice. When hair suits your personality, yeah. that's that's what Hatsy's yeah. got. Um, he's got the peel or hairdo. Yeah. Where's the headband? Oh, that's solid. Yeah. Solid, solid yeah. hair. Yeah. Solid yeah. hair choice right there. Real Madrid 70s sort of yeah. character. Yeah. The hair is the personality, is what you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, ask the Preston fans after. <laughs> I came off last week, they'll give, two weeks ago, they were giving it to more. Absolutely. Is, what's that like, that, that Derby sort of vibe with Preston? Yeah. That was, that was, when we played in the first time, we weren't obviously involved in the game, um, but on the sidelines, it was unbelievable. And when we played them at home, Two weeks ago, that that was some. Um, it was about two and a half thousand people at, at our home game, and that I played right back that game, and they they're just wrapped around the side of the ground, yeah. and it's just you're trying to get into your ear, and look, that's, <laughs> they're loud. That's for sure, they're loud, and football needs that. Yeah, um, and Preston, I think they've set the bar. They've set the standard with they. They have set what the fans have. Uh, they set the bar, they but have. Uh, but the. Pascoval yeah. fans, I, I know you guys can get out there in numbers. I know what can happen. We go because I, I think there's something that we've missed in you know in football is having lots of fans there who are really passionate about their yeah. clubs and and seeing a club like Preston do that is it's 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 very impressive and I think that that's why the MPL two so is so great because lots of fans you know they do come out and such competitively you are fighting for that promotion so there's that reward there at the end of the year is is, is so intense. No, and, we do have we have very good. Very good fans. Remember last year, the 21s, we played in a semi-final against Bulleen at, at home and we had, I think it was about 350 people there for under-21s game. Yeah. That, was, that was unbelievable. You're happy that it wasn't at the Ven? You didn't have to play an artificial turf? Look, I love going to the Ven on a Monday <laughs> night, but the artificial turf's a bit questionable. It's questionable. Yeah, it you questionable. know, it's the only thing that holds the Ven back, yeah. I've got to say. And so uh, there's a lot of, you know, I think about C.B. Smith. It's a classic. It's a classic. You know, going there on like a, a cold night. I'm like, can you win there? It's like it's the new. Can you go to Stoke away on a Sunday and get the win? That's what I feel about CB. No, Hoskin Reserves got. Hoskin, Hoskin Reserves got. Reserve okay. Is where to, is where it's at. I reckon. Yeah. I'm a big advocate to play games at Hoskin Reserves. I, I, I can I can Very see the passion. Big. I can see the passion. I think it's completely fair. Now I want to ask the MPL. So. Something I've loved about getting involved, more involved in the NPL, and something I love is away days, the food choices, okay? Now, when you're going to an NPL ground, what's the must-have from the canteen that you've just kind of got to... You've got to get it. It's got to be there on the list. Yeah. Um, and who's got the best food? Best food? Yeah. Dandenong City, in my opinion. No fair. With the, the pork rolls? The pork rolls. Yeah, fair. Yeah, that's, Dandy City, for me, have the best best spread. Northcote did actual. What, they, North, their dessert, that was really good. What North desserts Kid. now? Northcote, they do a dessert. Where was it? Yeah. They had that um, sort of cream and no, chocolate. Was, someone bought that for their birthday, mate. Oh. <laughs> that, was, that was us. <laughs> that, that was good. That was good. Adding that. So that's that's something that we'd need for to me, be For me, it's added. Dandy City. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. For me. No, I, I, Danny City is solid. I, I the pork roll, you got a chavapi there. Yep. It's, it's, it's solid. It's a solid. It's a solid pick. This is what's the best thing to get at, pa- at Pascoville? Probably our chavapi rolls. Yeah, chavapi is so- bad chips as well. We've got great chips. Yeah, nice little bucket of hot chips. Yeah, 
No, the chivapi oh, though, and ch- chivapi and chips. Like I, I've, I'm trying to like figure out: is it against the rules to put chips in a chivapi roll? <laughs> I've never. I've, I've only been thinking about it now. It and sounds, sounds me good as to a me. Croatian, yes, yeah. but anyone else probably no. Probably not. But do you reckon that's a, it's a, it's fair? You could get away with it. Yeah, maybe I, I, you do it in the corner and nobody's watching you, and it's not just a, one little chip. <laughs> one little chip at a time per bite. No, that's a solid. It's a solid pick, and the, the chivapi roll is. I think can't it's you can't go wrong, and I I I tempted to say I might pick it over the soup, and that's just you know I'm not trying to get controversial. <laughs> but yeah. the chivapi, it's it's it's, a, it's a, when it's done right. And I, I have no doubt that the Paco do it right, so it's probably top up there, probably up there in the it's ranking. It's up there. It's but up Andy there. City got the best food, right? in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, they've got, they've got, it's, it's up there. Uh, I want to ask just a little bit about more about you guys, and well, it's probably a great place to start with you in terms of give us a little bit of a, your just give me your football journey up to Pasco Vale. What's the what's some of the, the standout clubs that you that you've been at? When you've got? Um, or are you a one club man before you came to basketball? No, no, I'm not a one club man. So you sang the song a few times. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard to be a one club man. I got to give Tommy credit for that. That's a good achievement. Um, but obviously, most recently played in Canberra and the MPL there, uh, which is improving. Um, and there's a few good teams there that you know are striving for the same sort of standards down here in in Victoria. Um, Played a, a little bit overseas in Denmark, um, uh, as as well as in Wollongong, where where I went to university. Um, but uh, I'm I'm pretty happy to be in Melbourne right now. I think it's the best spot to be in. See, Will, you've just you've you've tapped into something that we've got here at FNR. We've talked about Melbourne supremacy. Uh, Melbourne is a fan. Melbourne Victoria is a great state, but Melbourne obviously is a fantastic city. Now, yeah. coming from Canberra, I I don't want to be too harsh on Canberra. But I always have to ask, what is in Canberra? What is, is football like? Is this one club for the entire community in Canberra? How does that work? Canberra's got the uh, the Kanga Cup. Holds yes, that, yes, they that do tournament. the Kanga Cup. Um, Canberra which, United run that, which just goes ballistic every year. Um, you know, attracts thousands. So I'd say we've we've got that. Um, but in terms of clubs, no, there's there's good competition there. There's okay. you know three or four teams that are right at the top competing, and then there's teams you know that uh, a surprise as well Belconnen United who were once a very good club back in the day Tom Rogic played for them um, he, they just got you know relegated from from the top division so there is you know if you don't watch your spot you can you can slip up and it's not just a I guess a farmer's league as, uh, as no. some would well, say we would never say that here <laughs> not to you at least we wouldn't we would never say that but uh you still haven't answered my question about what's in Canberra now, Tommy. Do you know? Oh, no. do you know it's what, pretty boring. You know what, what much about what's happening in Canberra? Never been to Canberra. There's no need to go to Canberra. No need. Right, there you go. Got a very nice, clean airport. Yeah, solid. Quiet, not busy at all. So like a country town, but a city, really. It's yeah. It's that's a good way to describe it. Well, it's it? it's like a country <laughs> town because, but. It's almost. It's also like a city because it's you know it's got yeah. the nice There's infrastructure. There's just that one massive roundabout though. That's just there. There's a few big roundabouts, yeah. There's a few very big roundabouts. <laughs> so if you're wanting to learn how to build a, a roundabout, key is go to Canberra. They've got it really down-packed and they understand the system really well. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Fantas- <laughs> fantastically designed city. 
architect. Oh, well, when you, when there's not much to construct, it's pretty. You know, you can't really go wrong now. It's not. No, no, no. It's too harsh on Canberra. Too harsh. Canberra is is a very good state, and there's some great football. And uh, obviously, with the potential arrival of an A League men's side there, that you know opens up new opportunities and, and things like that. So we look forward to that. But in terms of your football aspirations for you two now, obviously Tommy is a one club man. Uh, we've established that. But uh, what is what is your football aspirations? Um, look, for me, at the start of this year, it was just to, to play some play some senior football. Um, and luckily enough, I got that. I got my starting debut against Brunswick City. Um, and look, it's just something at the moment that I'm just taking step by step. What happens in the future happens in the future, I guess. Um, but look, at the moment, I think the focus of everyone is to get Paco back to where it belongs in MPL1. Tommy might get a statue. He might, Tommy might be already putting his application in for the statue to, to be built. And if you can get them back to the glory days, I feel like, you know, they might have you up there and maybe even a club captain band would be, wouldn't be too bad. Wouldn't be too, what about you? Oh, oh well. definitely. That's the, that's the goal. MPL1 and to do it with Paco would be unbelievable. And then, then you can, you know, stick around. Why, 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 what's the reason to leave an MPL1? I, solid one club people. You are. I do appreciate them a lot. As a as a as an Arsenal fan, I've seen some good players come and go. Or <laughs> if they had stuck around, it would have been a great time in my life. And I think that the Pascavel fans, you know, love love the players who who dedicated and care about the club just as much as they care about it. And what's been the f- most fun fan experience that you've had? You know, outside the game, is it just just how how's that been like? I really enjoyed uh, clapping the fans off against West United yeah, at Oskin Reserve. That, that, was, was, that was special. Yeah, that was special. I mean, we walked out for the warm-up and there was just kids absolutely everywhere. Just go back, go back, go. And I think after the game, when, when the full-time whistle went, we had Liam on the ground just bashing the ground like, <laughs> we've finally got a result. I think it was the hard work that, that's been put in the last three, four weeks um, since Ante's come in. That's That's really really pushed us along um, but yeah walking off the ground on Friday night it was it was special yeah definitely and we, we like to hear that now obviously next game up is against Melbourne City Mel- Manningham Manningham sorry Melbourne City next week next week you see I've just gone I've gone on Google and I've gone <laughs> a couple of weeks that's what's happened to me but Manningham what's the how are you feeling heading into that game confident um, look it's going to be a a, a very very difficult game. Um, they're very well organised and well a very well structured team. Uh, but we worked on a few things last night where if we can execute it, I think think we can punish them and, and hurt them. Um, we're going to be playing on an astro on a fake grass on Saturday. <laughs> Your cars will love you for that. Yeah. Look, yeah. as long as the ball hits the net, will. <laughs> I'll. Deal with the pain the next day, it's fine. Yeah, a few Panadols before a game. Do you have a, a celebration, like a goal celebration? Do you think about goal celebrations ahead of time or is it just kind of emotions, I do whatever? I've done a few celebrations, done a few FIFA celebrations. My favourite's probably Dead Fish. Nice, um, solid. But Kingston? I just, I love... Is that the Kingston game? Yeah. Dead Fish? Yeah. 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 It helps when it's a nice surface, but I don't think I'll be doing that on AstroTurf. <laughs> But, uh, Might be out no, for a couple I've of weeks. Got to shout out my guy Harry Kane, big old jump, and a, and then a fist bump. 
it's 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 the best celebration there is. It's it's calm and crisp. I'm an Arsenal fan, so I can't really I can't praise it too much. But it's it's I I don't hate it. I don't hate yeah. it. What about do you have if like if you were to score a goal, <laughs> do you have like a goal celebration in mind? Look, I average a goal a season. Nice, and it just tends to be run to the corner. Okay, or run to the coat, or actually no. I tend to run to my dad in the crowd. Nice. Oh, that's that's wholesome. Yeah. That's very, very wholesome. The last time very I actually nice scored time. was last year against Manningham. So potentially. 89th minute, win 1-0. Ooh. In the 20s game. That is a good, that's yeah, a nice. centre back. <laughs> I'm just saying, we're, I feel like we're teeing it up and yeah. I'm ready I'm ready for you to. If we can it. stick to, to our principles and work on what we've been working on this week and then work on again tomorrow, I think I think we'll be okay. Okay, very confident going into into Saturday. Well, I, I like your confidence, and I think that lots of the Pascoe fans should be very confident hearing you guys speak about the team and, and how far the team has you know has come with the, all the new changes and things like that. But before we go, I think it's important that we ask a really important question, and that's which football team do you go for in you know in Europe? Because I think it will dictate how a lot of fans see you. And so let's come up with let's make sure that the teams is a good selection. I'm a Liverpool fan. That's tolerable. We can we can tolerate that. That's okay. Yeah. Well, I'm Tottenham. Spurs, oh my days! So. Let us end the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, how is the well tough season for you? No. Oh well, tough season for both of you actually. Yeah, it's been a terrible five years to be honest. But, we just uh, signed Alex McAllister. Good pickup. Great pickup. Pick just before we went on air. Yeah. That's yeah. It. From Brighton. Yeah. Yeah. World Cup a, winner, bit of a steal, thirty-five million. He's trying to convince himself. You know, you see how he's rattling off all the achievements of him, and just I've trying just, to. Conv- I've the past is gone with my team, and it's all about the future with Ange. Uh, how are you excited? You know, with Ange coming in, do you feel like it's a new a new wave, or do you feel like we're going to be stuck for a minute? Oh no, I'm absolutely all on board for Ange. I mean, there's no way as an Australian Spurs fan you couldn't get behind him. The best coaches ever. Fair arm. I might. There might be a couple of days here and there that <laughs> Arsenal fan, Australian Arsenal true, fans, will true. will go for Tottenham. But other than that, uh, we, we there's too much, uh, too much to ask for. But uh, Tommy, Will, thank you for joining us here Thanks on Paco Radio. Hopefully, it wasn't too painful and it was nice and calm. Good luck on the weekend thank against uh, Manningham, and uh, we'll be back next week for some more Paco Radio. And uh, bye for now. You're listening to Paco Radio, brought to you by Senol on FNR, Football Nation Radio.